that's a good one. That would make me want to bang my head across the fucking wall. The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Another unfortunate episode of Bills Holic Pod, where the Bills, you know, dropped down to four and three. Not something that me and you predicted going into this season. Sitting here, being four and three through seven games this season. Um, so much, so much to sit here and break down. Uh, it's not not a good week. Not more good negative week. than positive. Way more negative than positive. Uh, and that's that's why we do this podcast, Travis. I told you on the way up. <laughs> We get to celebrate the wins when they happen. We get to break those down, and then we get to sit here and rant when the Bills play an absolute shitty-ass performance on Sunday in New England and drop an absolute dud. Um, you got to love it. You got to love it. It's just the life of being a Bills fan. It's like I went into the season telling you my expectations were so low for this season. Like I didn't have expectations going into this season because it's just every year it's the same story. It's It's – you know, the Bills win a couple of games, then they drop when they shouldn't, and then they drop another one, or then somebody gets hurt. or Dude, it's the same story, different year. Like That's our defense every single year. The defense plays injured. Injured, they play their ass off. They're down three guys to keep the team in the game. And then the offense, it's just, I'm going to start the rant. I'm going to start it. I told you I wanted to. I'm here for it. And I'm going to start it. On the way up here. Just to let you guys know, I've heard none of this. So this is all coming fresh to my ears right now. I, I told you there's a couple of guys that I want to I want to specifically point out after the start of this season. One's the obvious one. It's Coach Dorsey. I mean, I think Coach Dorsey might be one of the worst offensive coordinators in the league. Um, he he's very mediocre. Like he's extremely mid. I, I don't know I don't know how else to put it. He has good moments. He has good moments. Early on in the season, yes. I am going to say they are wasting Josh Allen's career. With that with that okay. with that quarter with the blah, ah, with that offensive coordinator, they are wasting his career. Josh Allen, I mean, uh, he, I'm sure if Josh was here, he'd probably tell me I was wrong. I'm just a fan. I'm sitting I'm, there's a reason why I'm sitting here and I'm not and I'm not on the coaching staff. I just, but I will tell you with Ken Dorsey as the offensive coordinator, I don't. I'm not one of those delusional fans. You know, I, I am normally pretty level-headed when it comes to these things. I'm over. I am over. There's nothing he can prove to me that he is a good play caller. Right. And but I'm gonna say it. I hate to cut you off. Go I'm ahead. gonna say it. I got one other guy I want to point out. Who? This one's gonna Woo. be big. Who? Sean McDermott. Okay. You've been here for 2017. His first season. Right. The Bills make the playoffs. Yeah, they lose in the playoffs. They weren't even supposed to make the playoffs that year or whatever. But he's gone to the playoffs how many years in a row where the Bills have now been dropped out? They were first-round exits against the Texans. All right, that's a heartbreaker. You would have hoped they would have won that game. What do they do the next year? They lose, what, the, the, the conference championship to the Chiefs. Yep. All right, mount up, get some pieces together. Let's go win a Super Bowl. Here we are. They lose again in the divisional round to the Chiefs. All right. 
get the shit back together, mount up, do it again. They play a pitiful performance against the Cincinnati Bengals. The offense decides to not even show up, and they get dropped out again. And every year, what is something that happens in every single year? It's these mid-season down slumps. And, I'm, and is, there, is there a pattern there? There has to be. Where does that start? Does that start with the head coach? Does that start with the offensive coordinator? We've seen two different offensive coordinators where it's been a problem where the team has fell apart. Brian DeBull is a damn good offensive coordinator. I'm not saying that it was his fault when he was here. But is there a pattern? It's every single year. The Bills go on these little slumps where they play like absolute dogs. And it costs us in the end of the season. It does. It costs you that first seed. Shit, it costs you maybe even the second seed. Home it might field advantage. Your, your last little stretch of these games, you're going into the hardest part of your season. I, I'm, I'm getting livid, dude. <laughs> you're going into the hardest part of the season. And here we are. Here we are. You're four and three, and you haven't even played a damn, a damn real good football team besides the Dolphins. That's a good football team, the Dolphins, that you beat. Good shit. You, you, you beat the Miami four Dolphins. Touchdowns. You lost to the Patriots. You lost to the Jets. Without Aaron Rodgers. You lost to the Jaguars. The Jaguars, okay, yeah, they're they're going to be decent. They're going to go to the wild card. They might even win another playoff game. That's a good. That's a, that's not a bad football team. So they should be six and one right now. They should be. But what did you point out? What's come up? The gauntlet. That's a perfect way to put it. The gauntlet. Sean McDermott, get your fucking team together, dude. So this gauntlet we're talking about, it's not when you're dropping teams like this against teams like this. And in about, my phone will load, a few weeks, we got week 12, Eagles, Bills at Eagles, 425 game. We got our bye, finally, our bye in week 13. the bye week. Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins. Where, where, do, you, where do you see a game like, oh, that's a win. Nowhere. You're Nowhere. not even going to – at this point, I'm not even going to say it's a win against the Broncos in two weeks. I, <laughs> I don't – You're right. You're right. It's sad, but it's true. The Bills have no games left this year where I can sit here and circle it as a win. You were, I know you're not supposed to do that. It's the NFL. It's any given Sunday. It really is. But when it boils down to it, the Bills should not have lost last week. They shouldn't – They, they should, shouldn't have been a close game against the Giants. They shouldn't have been. And, and here we are, dude. It's It's – there's something clearly going on with the Bills, and and maybe maybe they get it back together. We've been saying it. they've got the trade down, trade deadline. Something's got to give. I'm not. I'm I'm saying moves with a capital S at the end of it, not a E, dude, not a move. Moves. If it's just, dude, it's this. I I I'm so frustrated. I'm so like, I I found a way to maybe like, you know, when we lost to the Jags. Excuse me. When we lost to the Jags. I was kind of able to put it to the side. It was like whatever. It's a game. It's a tough team to play. And then and then you go and you you, you really lagged. struggle against the Giants. And then and then you drop this game. It's and one and there. five. And maybe it's good that we didn't do the podcast right after the game because it would have been a lot worse. But then you have a couple days to really sit there and really think about it. Dude, are we supposed to sit here and be complacent and just be like, you know what? It's all right. We're four and three. <laughs> I mean, dude, we're four and three. Four and three doesn't cut it in the AFC. <laughs> no. And when the no. Dolphins are playing like this. Dude, they're lucky that the Dolphins lost to the Eagles on Sunday. They really are. I mean, to be still one game behind, it, it's like it's a miracle. these losses that they're having are quickly, like I said, they're getting they're finding their way to potentially even not even just like forget the one one two seed. Right now they're in the if the season they'd be the seventh seed flying down to Miami to yep. play a wild card mm-hmm. game. Here we are. I mean, come on. 
Like, get your shit together, dude. Like, my thing is, you're going into, you're going into this season. You're a Super Bowl contender. You're a lock on playoffs, but you're dropping games like this, and you're going in midseason slumps like this. Chiefs aren't doing it. Eagles aren't doing it. Yeah, the Niners just lost two games in a row, but they'll be back. You're just not seeing the, these, and these teams are consistently dropping 30 points a game, and then you're dropping duds like this against a one and five Patriots team. Yeah, I get they're coached by Bill Belichick, hell of a coach, one of the best coaches to ever coach the game of of uh, NFL. Yes, they have a good defense. Yes, they're in your division. Yes, you have a long rivalry, but they were one and five. Yeah, one and five, bottom feeders of your of the AFC East. And you're dropping a dud of a game like this. I just don't understand. I really don't. And I'm done making excuses for him. Um, it's, there's no excuses to be made. Just like there's – I told you there was three, about three guys I wanted to call out. There's one other guy I want to call out, and it's that pathetic wide receiver two the Bills have, Gabriel Davis. I'm one catch, six, six yards. yards. One catch, six yards. And, okay, I get it. Maybe he, he, didn't, he doesn't get the targets that Stephon Diggs sees. I'll be damned. Stephon Diggs gets the targets he sees because he gets open. He makes plays. 7-11. There's nobody else on the Bills right now making plays like Stephon Diggs. And and it's evident, dude. Like, shut Stephon Diggs down, you shut the Bills down. It's evident. Somebody needs to step up. It's not going to be Gabe Davis. I mean, because if it was going to be Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis would have did it. I thought, I thought, I and correct me if I'm wrong, last year when he had an all right season, I thought I was told. I thought it was all, well, let the foot heal, let the, the foot heal. He's going to come in. He's going he's to tear it up. This is going to be a good year for Gabe Davis. Where is he? The foot's healed. Because, damn, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I barely see him on the stat sheet. Okay, you had a cool catch in ja- uh, against Jacksonville London. That's cool. That's cool. We still lost. That's cool. Where were you the whole entire game? Where were you last week against the Patriots? Where were you? I'm going to be honest with you, I'm, and this is going to sound bad. I'm kind of glad Dawson Knox is out. In a sense, because I'm excited to see what Dalton Kincaid has. I thought I, I will say, out of my one thing that I will take away from the Patriots game, that I will be a, a little positive about, is I will say I thought Dalton Kincaid had a pretty good game. He got open for Josh. I think he had seven catches. Um, and that that's that's promising. He like, sure, I'd like to see that. He sure did have a national tight ends day. He did. He, he had play, a good one. He played all right. He's going to get a good shot. I mean, this should be really a big week for him. So as Kincaid takes over tight end one with Dawson Knox missing a few weeks with this wrist surgery, is he possible the second leading target behind Diggs? This not, like you talking about like just keep going keep going forward. I I think you have to, dude. Like like you you spend a first round pick on the guy one. <laughs> oh my god, I'm still getting over being sick. I apologize. This whole this whole ranting thing is really working working the the chest up right now. You need another water? Um, I'm almost out of this water. Uh, but, but, but what I will say is, this this being said, Dalton Kincaid has has to step up. He's a first round pick. You went up and you traded for him. Like you traded you traded up in the draft. Stolen from the Cowboys. Stolen from the Cowboys. I'm not even gonna sit here and say he's had a fair shot to be that number one guy. But with Dawson Knox out, you got a pretty good shot now. Quentin Morris is hurt. Just make it happen. Like make it happen, dude. I mean, uh, Tank Tank coming in clutch. I, I normally don't rant you like this. Maybe open it for you too. Uh we're good. We still got okay, some okay. I appreciate it. Um, just absolutely. Oh, this one's cold. Oh man, I, that's that's kind of that's kind of awesome. Um, where was I? I was saying, yeah, Dalton Kincaid, man, has got to step up. 
it's it's just frustrating, dude. Like I, I I hate to be this guy about Gabe, but I'm over it. I'm so over it, man. Like the Bills, the Bills' number two weapon used to when they had like when they had Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley and all those guys. It was nice to have that underneath blanket with Cole Beasley. He just felt like if Stephon Diggs wasn't getting open, Josh at least had Cole. And when Josh didn't have Cole, Josh had Josh. That's the other thing I'm a little frustrated about that I think we're going to get into in a minute. Josh does not seem like he's playing like Josh. You can hear it in the interviews. You can see it on the field. It's, it's, it's evident that Josh is not Josh right now. My honest opinion, they have him on a leash right now, and it's a short one. I agree. It's a short leash. I agree. Um, I will just say, John John Peretti, he he actually texted me, and he, he, he pointed out something that I wanted to point out, and I will get into this real quick, about Knox being out and what it means for Kincaid. Um, Dawson Knox being out, he says Knox out hopefully means the Bills and McDermott will get their head out of their asses and throw the ball in 11 personnel, personnel with Kincaid in the slot. Yeah. You've you seen what he did when he, when he played in college. The guy was effective. Almost anywhere on the field, but he was effective from the slot, and that, and that's why when we when we were sitting there watching the draft, we thought like, oh god, like they drafted a guy that's going to be that plays all over the field, all over the, f- the field. He can work out the slot, and and here we are. We haven't seen that. Like, if you're an offensive coordinator, I'm not even trying to be I'm not trying to be that guy. But if you're an offensive coordinator and you're a good offensive coordinator and you draft a solid tight end that is good at something like that, why the hell do you not use it? Like why? Why is it going to take an injury to potentially see it? Is it the Bills' first round rookies treating them like rookies, not playing them like rook, not playing them like first round picks? Because that I said this a few weeks ago, a few podcasts ago. Does that play an effect? Just I, treating another rookie like another rookie? I almost just don't even like. It's like yeah, they probably are treating him a little bit like a rookie. They they don't get me wrong, the Bills. They they wanna they wanna get him involved. And oh, they, it was they, evident they, last week. Like they they yards. tried they tried in that that twelve personnel two tight end set. But when have the Bills been a two? Like I was excited about it like a couple weeks when we played. Well, about almost a month and a half ago now when we played the Raiders and it was successful. They ran some twelve personnel. They even ran some thirteen personnel. But I mean, it's just it's just so annoying, dude. Like you draft Dalton Kincaid to go do a certain thing, and that's get open for your quarterback. And he does primarily like if you watch his highlights, he looked good out of the slot. And I, I can't even tell you how many times we – I can probably count on hand how many times we've seen him really play out of the slot like that. Mm-hmm. Like, get him in, get him involved. I'm so glad John pointed that out. Get him involved. Like, it's a perfect point. My favorite um, thing about Kincaid is watching him run that little hitch route in, in the middle of the field, catches it, five, six yards, boom. That's an easy five, six yards. He was doing that all game. Also, I don't know if you saw the stat. I, w- I should have just screenshotted it, of course, when you're, like, scrolling on Twitter. I should say X. Or when you're scrolling – you see a stat like, and you're like, oh damn, I really want to point that out. Um, Dawson Knox, his drop rate compared to Dalton Kincaid's, like Dalton Kincaid has like three uh, pass attempts where they're not completed to him, and like Dawson Knox was teeter tottering around fifty percent of his passes mm-hmm. are completed towards him. That's 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 something. Uh, mind you, yeah, I know there was some, there was obviously a wrist injury there, hence the surgery. Who knows how much that was really nagging him? But it's just frustrating, man. It's just so frustrating to watch. But let's go back to that Josh on a short leash segment yeah, for yeah. a second, because I want to talk about a couple, uh, a thing or two. So fourth and two, right? End of the game on the Patriots. A couple weeks ago, Josh, he just took it himself, ran it himself. Go out, go out a play action pass. Doesn't see anybody downfield. Takes off for well over two yards. 
you're just, I don't know what it is. Sean McDermott alluded to protecting 17's body. Are they making him a pocket passer? Are they telling him to stay in the pocket? Throw somebody open. Wait until the route develops. Wait until they get open. And it's I. They're not letting Josh be Josh. No, that's the bottom no. line. It, it does. It seems. It really does seem. He's twenty six. Now is the time to be flying around the field. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Sorry. Did he just have a birthday or something? Uh, I. I think it was. A, I, I, don't, I don't remember what it was. I think because I think he turns twenty eight in the off season. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. Well, he's twenty seven. This should be now. Young. He, he's, he's a young quarterback. He's still young. He's, he's elite. He's in his prime. He's in his prime. He should be flying around the field, making crazy passes. He should be the star of the show. And you're making him strictly into a not. I shouldn't say strictly because he'll run out sometimes. But you're making him to a quarterback that he is not. I'm gonna be honest with you, and you know what? There's there's like kind of like. Last year and the last couple of years when we've seen Josh really take these hits and we've seen him run, we were on the other side of it. But the hits thing, though, you hear him in he press conferences, it. he likes them. He That's likes what it. gets him fueled up for the game. And, and He's like, let me get that first hit and all my I'm, butterflies are away. I'm totally with him getting hit. That's not something I'm against. Like, I understand you want to protect your quarterback, but Josh Allen is a different – I was saying this as – He knows how to take hits. Josh, He's not Tua Tagovailoa. Josh Allen is a different quarterback. Whoa, whoa. Sorry, that was before judo. I was say, whoa. Josh Allen is a certain type of quarterback in the NFL. He does certain things that other quarterbacks don't, and that's he, – he is a playmaker. He is – when Josh Allen is on the field and you let Josh be Josh, Josh Allen is the best player on the field, and there's not another player that comes close to it. And Right or wrong, when Josh Allen is allowed to do what Josh Allen wants to do, he is the best he's, – he's the best player the Bills have ever had. It's frustrating, dude. It's so frustrating. I mean, let, let, the, let the guy do what he does best, and that's – be himself. When he's himself, he is he your is, superstar he is, quarterback. He's when he is himself. Let the game go in his hands. It's just so frustrating, dude. I I, I just I'm so like you can tell. You Sometimes can tell. I wish Josh like, can just cut off that microphone in his his well, helmet. Was, I don't know if you heard. There was like a little rumor that there was a play that he couldn't hear and that maybe he called a play and it were, like Josh Josh might be a better offensive coordinator than Ken Dorsey is. He probably is. Um, well. What else does John have to well, say? John, John hit me up with something else. So let's let's see. He says, "What are your guys' thoughts on Ken Dorsey's press conference today?" He said that McDermott I'm gonna be does honest have you, a John. say in the offense, and which is obviously why they are addicted to twelve personnel running the ball, balanced, complementary offense. Is it Dorsey or McDermott not letting him do his thing? I'm gonna be honest with you. I saw Ken Dorsey's press conference pop up on my YouTube feed, and I didn't watch it because I was gonna, I was gonna get more pissed off, so I didn't watch it. Um, but to be honest with you, I did hear that Sean McDermott, I was telling you about it on the way up. I yeah. did hear about that. And that was actually one of my next topics. Is he giving Ken Dorsey the same treatment as he was giving Leslie Frazier? That's see that right there, that right there. And I didn't think about that the whole entire week until you brought it up. That right there was kind of something I was like, Ooh, is, is, is Ken Dorsey on a leash? And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it's just this the leash whatever, gets whatever, whatever is going on there, whatever is going on at one bills drive with the coaching staff and the players. I know the players say that, the, you know, it's everything's in house. We, we keep everything in house. We, you know, nothing. There's no big deal going on here. We're we're just going to focus on ourselves. We're going to do our own thing. Um, it just seems like from an outside, like the outside looking in that dude, 
there's just nothing. It does. It just doesn't feel like they're gelling together as like this Super Bowl winning team, like the Super Bowl contending team. I should say, it, it just seems weird, dude. Like, like what team? Like you, you, you said this. What what team has a problem with their offense? Like the Chiefs, they don't have a number one wide receiver. Okay, we're still Rice getting it done, good, but. Damn, but they don't even – this, this is better. They don't even have the offensive coordinator that they've had the last couple years where they went to the Super Bowl one Super Bowls. Eric Bieniemy is with the commanders. Andy Reid, yeah, I know he's an offensive-minded coach. Andy Reid seems to get it done. You don't hear things come out of Kansas City where there's problems. It's just, like Kansas City, they're, they're, they're the team to look at because they've lost number one targets. Yeah, okay, they have Travis Kelsey, who's the best tight end in football. That's awesome. He is really damn good. Yeah, you got I'm Taylor Swift and Ramon, so he gets you – got, You got the Swifties. <laughs> But what I will say, yeah, shout out Swifties. But what did, what did they they've lost players in the past? I mean, this is a team that had they had the the fastest receiver in the NFL, Tyreek Hill, and he walked and went to Miami, and they and still won a Super Bowl. And they're fine, they're fine without him. And the Bills can't get it done with one of the best receivers. They can't get it done with one of the best quarterbacks. And and it, what, what what like why? It's just frustrating because I'm gonna be honest with you, we're not even surprised that they drop a game to the Patriots. We're not even surprised at this point. You just can't be. You can't be surprised. You just can't be. Just like you just like and this is gonna sound this is gonna sound unfortunate. And my twenty well, I won't say twenty years of watching Bills football, but in at least my fifteen years of watching Bills football, this is the first this is the first like one of the first games, even when the Bills were bad, this is one of the first games I'm not excited to go to. Like I, I could I'm not gonna say I could care less. I am looking forward to it. It's gonna be a fun time. I'm watching my boys in win. person. But dude, I'm not going to sit here and hype this game up. This I'm not going to sit here and be at work and be like, God, I can't wait to go to Highmark Stadium later. I know. <laughs> I know. In fact, I might be thinking like, God, I really hope the Bills win or else if they don't, I'm going to be pissed off on the ride home and I'm going to be going to bed early. I mean, late and have to wake up early. Like, that has recipe to be a very miserable night if the Bills don't win. Oh um, but no, it's just like the Bills, I went in with no expectations and now the only thing that sucks is like, they just... They just don't have their shit together, and it's pissing me off. It's pissing uh, like me I off. said, the bottom line is you're supposed to be one of those powerhouse teams in the NFL, and you're not playing like it. Wake up. Make some trades. Make some coaching adjustments. Do something. One thing I'll let, I kind of noticed this weekend, and I apologize if I get a little raspy. I'm dealing with the cold. Oh, myself. yeah, we're um, the emerge flu, man. Uh, it's going around. Oh, the um, chair's stuck. One thing I noticed this weekend was like, once they once the offense makes one mistake, you could tell in Josh's it face. It ruins the rest of the vibe. They're out for the rest of the game. What I also noticed is that I feel like they're not playing with that heart like they used to. They don't have that fire. They don't have that desire. They don't have that energy that they used to bring. And the Patriots, and it's evident. And the other teams see that and take advantage of that. Once they have like one turnover, fuck it, game's over. Right. No energy. Right, and and I will say that's exactly kind of how it felt after the Josh Allen interception to Jabril Peppers on the first play. It was like it just felt deflated, dude. Like it didn't. It just you kind of almost felt like right after that throw, it's like all right, it's one of these games again. Like yeah. that's that's a perfect point. And it was like it literally. You can just tell drained. You could tell once once the Bills do something on offense that like they turn the ball over, they they go three and out a couple times. It just you can tell, bro. Like yeah. the, they just looked deflated, dude. It's, that's really that's really like a great point. Like you, I literally said to myself, and I said it in the basement with everybody in the basement that was there. And <clears throat> I mean, I'm a negative Bills fan. I don't believe in the Bills. Some people, uh, but I'm a realist. Shots fired. I'm a realist. Like at the same time, I I understand that the Bills, 
when they get like that, they don't win football games. No, they and get a. I, the other thing I want to point out, they get down on themselves. Let me ask yeah. you this question. Perfect way to put it. Why does it take until there's four minutes left in a football game when you're down two possessions to start playing five, with some damn fire and to move the ball down the field? And this is not the first time we've seen that. It where, is every single game where it's where, too late. Where I was gonna say where it's in Jacksonville, they just they 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 almost come back at the end. The Giants, you almost let that game slip away, and then you start to play decent on offense in the fourth quarter. The Jets, and then that's a perfect example Jets. too. And then they won in a fucking kickoff return, dude. And then this past week, like, what is it, dude? Like, I just don't even. I mean, this is the do, first do, time. Do you, do you think it's got something to do with the locker room? Because I and one last thing I'll mention about the Patriots game as well. Um, we'll love to get your guys' thoughts on it. Because I know we like to attack the offensive corners. Ken Dorsey, he's not the perfect offensive coordinator. But if you go back and watch that play, nothing was open there. Like, if he would have took some more time to look that way, even though he was staring that way the whole way, Jarrell Preppers were standing right there. It's not like he was hiding in coverage or anything. It was He just, just made the wrong read, I guess. I don't know what happened. There. Well, this goes to my thing, too. Josh being Josh. He doesn't see a read. What's he going to do? He's going to run out of the pocket, look for some more reads. Oh, I don't see him. Go. It's, I, I don't get it. It's brutal. It's brutal. I, I mean. Any other time, Josh will scramble and get and pick up positive yards. It, it just it just feels so, so Maybe different. he's in his own head. I don't know. I, I, and that very well could be. Like, it just feels so different, dude. It really does. It's or just frustrating. Think he's in his own head because his coaches want him to protect his own body. He's like, God, I can't, can't disobey my coaches. It I mean, could be, it could be any of those things. Honestly, it, it could just, be any of those things. It just feels like a like. I mean, we'll never, we'll probably never know. Never. But um, some point, maybe down the road, we'll hear more of it after the fact. But it's just I don't know. in the off season. Tough. Maybe just, yeah. the slow starts just crazy, man. I mean, like I said, I, I'm, I just I don't know what it is, man. I, like I want to call Dorsey out because. I, I in the past, I felt like he's made good play calls, and then you got like and he does. I this. think I really seriously think a lot. The fingers had to be pointed towards Coach McDermott, dude. Like it's just one thing where it's it's one thing where it's a season, and you know last year it was all right. The Bills battled injuries the whole year. They snowed in. They had to play a game in Detroit because they got snowed in. Um, Demar Hamlin. It's like. All this stuff adds up where it's kind of like, you know what? The Bills got the short end of the stick. They took some shit to the chin, and and they really had a rough year. Like, okay, yeah, any team would break down at that point. All right, so you, you let that season go years before that. It's like, what are these excuses? And then here we are. And, and like I said, every single year, you just you see a team fall apart in the middle of the season. I mean, I can think back to when the Bills almost beat the Chiefs in that 13-second season. Uh, the Bills were seven and six at one point. Playing, they they just they lost to Tampa Bay. They played in overtime. In overtime, then they didn't lose another game until they lost in Kansas City. But that team was seven and six. They fell apart in the middle of the season. The year before that, they fell apart in the middle of the season. And then here we are this year. They've fallen apart. Like, and mind you, this just happens to be a little bit earlier than what it's been in years past. But that's that's something that like I just don't think every team goes through. Like you never see the Chiefs fall apart no. like that. You never really see the Eagles fall apart like that. Okay, sure, maybe you're seeing San Francisco have a little bit of a slump right now, but you you know they're gonna bounce back. It's just like when you look at it, when you look at these teams that are going deep into the playoffs and teams that are winning Super Bowls and teams that are going to the Super Bowl, they don't have these patterns. These head coaches aren't going through these. Consistency. Going through it's 
why why and and I know Pagula and Bede aren't gonna ever make some drastic decision to change this franchise like like that, but like why does McDermott have like why like why is McDermott always in these slumps why is the teams that he coach coaches always find their way into these like these little losing skids or where the offense doesn't show up or where you know like it's just what why why like I'm tired of it dude like I'm honestly tired of sitting back and being that fan that's like you know what like when I used to see it on Facebook and I'd see fans call out coach McDermott or they call out you know stupid stuff and I'd be like oh there's so that's so stupid dude like like, just, just, you know, the Bills will be all right. They'll make the playoffs. Okay, yeah, they'll make the playoffs. They're not going to win in the playoffs. And that's with – I'm going to say, like, I, I honestly think with Coach McDermott, I don't think the Bills will win in the playoffs. I really just don't. That's a fair point. Like, I just don't think – like, what what has he shown me to make me feel that he is the he is this great coach? Yeah, he's turned – trust me, he's given me winning football. He has put me in a position as a fan that I've never felt before he was the head coach. I've never felt that. I get it. And it's great. Only get you so far, but right? I I gotta I gotta but ask once the you question. get you get a little bit of taste of winning in your in your mouth, <sighs> you get a taste of that, you want it. and you want more of it, not just losing in the first round, dropping a dud in the in the game beat right before the Super Bowl. I like I gotta ask the question: At what point is not winning a Super Bowl, not making the Super Bowl? What what point does that stump making the playoffs? Like yeah, it's like I I'm happy to make the playoffs. But you know what? I'm sick and tired of being the fan that goes on Facebook and gets called out because his team drops playoff games and they don't go to the Super Bowl. They don't make an appearance. They get dropped out in the, the first round. They get dropped out in the second round. They get dropped out in the conference championship. It's annoying. At what point is that? Is that enough? What, points, uh, like, exactly. what point is it enough? Like it's just like yeah, like like making the playoffs is that is that enough for Terry people to be like, all right, we're complacent. We've made the playoffs. It That's be. Fine. Why? Like why? I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to be that guy. Like, I understand McDermott has completely changed the culture. He's made this a I winning, respect him. He's made it a winning organization. But when are you going to go, when are you going to get over that hump exactly. of going dude, to the Super Bowl? It's, it's every year, dude. It's like, it's like we sit in the offseason and we're like, okay, what do we need to address to get to the Super Bowl? At what point do we point the fingers and say, like, we've had decent rosters. You told me before the season that you thought this was one of the better rosters that I thought it was. together. And at what point is it like, okay. Maybe, yeah, we're putting together these good rosters, but maybe we need to take a look in the mirror and say, like, is the coaching staff a problem? Because I think they are. That's a fair I point. I That's really, a fair point to ask. I really think the Bills coaching staff is a problem. I think I, – I really think – I think Sean McDermott holds the Bills back as far as what they can do and what and, – and it's a real shame because Josh Allen, I think, does turn 28 this offseason. I understand quarterbacks and play till they're 40. But, dude, we are – no, I'm not – we're wasting the, the heart and prime of this, prime. this guy's career. This is the best Josh Allen probably will be, and we're just—it's just—it's just slipping away in our fingertips because I, I personally—I'm not—not not that I think some—and I want it—I want it to be known like what I'm talking about right now. I don't—I'm not saying the Bills need to go fire McDermott tomorrow. I'm not saying no. that at all. But like, if this season goes the way that I feel like it could go, and it feels like it is, they're losing—they're losing the grips of it pretty fast. Um, I think some things need to be addressed. I thought maybe. Losing to Cincinnati last season, I thought when I was sitting in the parking lot, uh, waiting for the uh, the lot to clear out, I thought maybe that was enough for me, and I was like, you know what, that's that's me being irrational, that's me not being a real a realist. But no, I think you have to look yourself in the mirror and say like, if the Bills don't finish this season off the way that they they should, something's got to be done. Something's got to be done. It's gonna should be a busy off season for sure. And I, and I don't, I also don't like because I know there's. Like for instance, ooh, for instance, John's watching, and like John's a realist. He's he's one of those fans that like 
he understands it. He's not he's not like ass backwards like some of the fans. Like he understands football. He understands the Bills. I don't want it to be sound like sounding like I'm that guy that's like saying like the season's over and I'm panicking and I think the Bills can't bring this back. Like yeah, the Bills can they can pull this 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 shit back together and really make something of it. They can. And hopefully they do. Obviously, like that's something that me and you sit here and we we want the Bills to win just as much as the next. But you have to just look at it like, like there's a pattern every single year, and 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 it's, it's it's scary, dude. It's scary because it's an every year thing. It's not like it's it's not like something where it's hit and miss. It's every single mm-hmm. season the Bills find themselves in a slump, and it's just a matter of time till the Bills you know find themselves in the playoffs again, and uh, um oh yeah, McDermott did get that extension through twenty twenty seven. Yeah, him him and Bean. Yeah. Well, and and I'm not gonna sit here and say like I don't think Beans as much of the problem as uh he's bringing in the talent. I'm gonna say as much as as he's I doing just, what he I'm can do. Worried about McDermott, but that's a good point. He did sign the extension, so that does kind of lock us a little bit. Question I so. have too: Do you think it's too much for him to handle? Maybe taking on a defensive coordinator role and the head coaching job. Do you think that has anything to do with? I'm be honest with you. I I don't I don't have a problem with the defense like that. I really don't. Well, but. The, it can be a tough task with the head coaching, a lot of weight on your shoulders. That's a lot of hours in the office, that's for sure. Well, the one thing that does make me a little bit nervous, like, I mean, he kind of did say, I think, McDermott at one point, like, I don't remember if it was the Giants game or if it was this, not this past week, but where there was, like, the offense had a, a play, and he and McDermott openly admitted, like, he was on the sidelines coaching up the defense and didn't even see, like, like the play, like because when the reporters asked him a question, he's like, oh, "I didn't even see it. Like I was on the sidelines, like coaching up the defense." It's like, dude, <sighs> I get it. Bill Belichick doesn't have these problems, <laughs> right? Around like, does Bill Belichick have coaching staff problems like You're that? Not wrong. So, and he's the GM too. Yeah, I was gonna say he has a lot on his plate, and he finds a way to get it done. Maybe McDermott just has too much on his plate. Yeah. Just funny, man, because ah, God, that seemed like a conversation where. I, I was a fan that said like no McDermott can handle it but who knows maybe maybe we're maybe I was wrong and maybe here we are. Another thing too, you mentioned uh, Brandon Bean maybe not getting so much of the blame here, but at the same time, you gotta go get those other pieces, bro. You gotta buy in, and I think we you guys talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but even before the season started, it's like, at what point do you get to because it's either it's Super Bowl or bust at this point, right? It's gotta be. So why don't you? Potentially do something similar to what the Rams did. Bring these guys in, like around this time a couple years ago. Last season, around this time a couple years ago is when they brought Von Miller in. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta you gotta get go go out there and get somebody. This team's gonna be selling. Sell your pieces, man. You you need to go buy that Super Bowl. You're getting to the breaking point. I I think I, I did say that once before. I think you're right. Like, I would. I think I would sell. I think I would personally me. I think I would sell the next five seasons just to win one Super Bowl. Oh. As a Bills fan, well, as a Bills fan, as yes. As a Bills fan, but like as a football fan, any any team, I would, I think I would at easily, this point, easily, two, maybe like last year, me, no, I want to stay good for years like the Patriots did, but right now, yeah, I'm not feeling that same feelings. Well, it's just because like you, I think as Bills fans, you can, we can all tell like, all right, like this. It's it's the reality, and so a couple like all right, right after the conference championship, it just when the Bills lost to the Chiefs, it just felt like okay, the Bills are a, a couple pieces away from getting over this thing and, and being in the Super Bowl, and there was like that feeling, like you felt it, dude, right in your chest, dude. It's like the Bills, they're gonna go out, they're gonna make the move, they're gonna beat the Chiefs, and they're gonna be in the Super Bowl, and then like 
like I said, these past two years go by, and it's like you just feel the you feel like the Super Bowl is slipping away. Like that Lombardi Trophy is just slipping away from you, and you're getting farther and farther. And you need to make up some ground and go out and get a guy. I I I really hope the Bills are buyers this week. We're we're down to the last week. This is the week where it'll, where it'll happen if the Bills are gonna make a move. And oh man, hopefully next Tuesday we're talking talking about some potential moves. So hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, I want to thank you for bringing up that topic because um, that, that Eagles trade. Yep. That's a, that's a prime example, right? It's a prime example. They just traded a backup safety and two mid-round picks for an all-pro safety. For a legit dude. For a legit dude. And they're a 6-1 and one team only getting better. That's a team that wants to win. And like I said before, they're in the same cap situation as the Bills are. They're still low on money, and they're still getting trades done for an all-pro player. Why aren't you being aggressive like that? It, like, it, please tell me. It, it blows. They're my mind. six and one, and they're still trading for all pros. It it blows my mind because like, it does. It's like, dude, why don't the Bills make a move like that? Not saying Kevin Bayard specifically. I'm not saying that, but you're right. Like, like what's stopping making the effort. Bills? Making like effort. exactly, exactly. Like the only move that. I mean, Brandon Beans really did. Yeah, okay, he got Naeem Hines last year. Cool, whatever. Um, the only move that he's done since he's been a general manager at the trade deadline that was even remotely exciting at the time was Kelvin Benjamin, and that turned out to be a dud. Like, he was a Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end by the time the Bills got him. And I, don't know I, just, I just don't understand. You got the Eagles over here, legit Super Bowl contenders, and they're still making moves. And you got the Bills that are supposed to be legit Super Bowl contenders, and they're just sitting back playing with their thumbs. I don't understand. You you need to go out. You need to get a corner. You need to get a wide receiver too. Maybe a linebacker. You need something. It's just guys are out there too. That's the thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There's teams losing. There's the Broncos. You can't tell me the Broncos. I know every podcast we said it. I have There's even the Titans. I will say like Ben Ben who we had on the podcast. DeAndre Hopkins. Ago. I heard that he's a trade yeah. target. I, I will say that you can't tell me Pat Sertain is probably not up for grabs from Denver. Like, you, the, you, pr- you, like the like, price is right. It's got to get done. It's with every player, bro. Like, I get it. I mean, other than those elite quarterbacks. but every, every, anyone Everybody has a price. Team. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's got a price. Like You just got to reach out and call. Like make, it make doesn't something hurt. happen, dude. Like Make an altering what's, trade. What's the worst you can get told? No. I'm sorry. There's, if there's a Bills fan that yeah. says that the Bills should make a trade at the deadline, then you don't want to win a Super Bowl. You clearly don't want to win, like, cause like, I, I at this point you're so right, dude. Like, the Bills aren't, they're not. These first round picks, I want it to be like also known. These first round picks aren't top 10, 15 picks where they're getting their get hands them out of here. No, you're gonna be like twenties, uh, pretty much. Like, exa- every year. Yes, like, exactly. Every like, year, as like, long well, as we're playing like this. Like I'm sitting here thinking, like, like the Bills, we've we've sat here and talked about how okay, Brandon Bean's first round picks are rather questionable, and so fucking trade the picks. Like if you're not hitting on them, yeah. trade them. And if players like Kevin Byard, like a legit safety, are going for like fifth and sixth round, exactly, you exactly for a first round pick, are you kidding? Exactly. Me? And that's what I'm saying. This isn't Madden. <laughs> this isn't Madden, bro. That's what pisses me off. Is like in the NFL, in the real world, these fourth, these first, second, third, these third, fourth, fifth round picks, they mean something. Value. That's past your exactly. value. The first round, late first rounder. But I will say these, these, these. These picks, they mean something in the NFL. Where in Madden, okay, they don't care about third and fourth round picks. But in the NFL, they do. They do. So send them. Get somebody on the Bills. It's. I will constantly say, I'm so glad you brought that up, that they traded for some late-round picks for them. Because it's just like, bro, 
okay, send some of these late round picks and get some of these guys in here so we can so we can have a shot at this thing, a realistic shot. I tell you, those Vikings, they have a few players on defense I would like. Um, yeah. The. It's kind of funny. What? Are you gonna say Harrison Phillips? No, I was gonna say. Okay, Harrison I was gonna Phillips. say because I don't want Harrison Phillips. I don't want Harrison. No, there's a few guys on that team I would like. Like I would like Eric Kendricks. Or is he on the Rams? He's on the, he's on the Chargers. Chargers. Sorry. So reach out for him anyway. I reach out for him anyway. <laughs> um, did he just move to the Chargers this offseason? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fairly new. He wears yeah, number six. Six. I mean, there's yeah. Daniel Hunter. There's exactly. Go trade for those guys. Well, my, here's the team that comes to mind now. You got to think of teams that, like, spent, like, pretty much their whole future in first-round picks. Why don't you think of the old Brandon Bean, Sick. Sean McDermott, home Carolina Panthers? They sold everything they had to Chicago Bears to get Bryce Young. And yes. Send them a first round. Go get Brian Burns. Exactly. Oh, Their man. defense is loaded, bro. Exactly. They're going to be sellers. Go start calling those defensive-minded teams. <coughs> like I just, and I'm not, I don't even want them. But the Titans are out here shopping DeAndre Hopkins. Well, I do want DeAndre Hopkins. But they're out here shopping Derrick Henry, too. Yeah, look, they're, look, they look. are shopping. Look, and I will say this. The worst, the, the best part about DeAndre Hopkins is la- all laps last season, you kind of, you know, you, you were like, okay, like, how much money is he really going to want? I'm pretty sure if I heard correctly, all the salary that's due left for DeAndre Hopkins is like $1.48 million. Go after him. Are Make you, a call. Like, that's. That is that's an easy that is an easy decision. They're not they're they know they're not gonna get a really good a really high pick for a guy like DeAndre Hopkins at this point. That's a guy that you could send like a third or a fourth round pick, and I'm sure to me, if I'm the Titans, sign me up. He clearly doesn't want to play football there. No. Um why would you right now? Come on. Like just that's a perfect guy right there. Is that's a guy that was linked to the Bills all offseason and you're telling me, dude, if you could if you could have told me that you could have him for the, at least the back half of the season. He's not playing his best football in Titans, and that's and that's understandable. But I promise you, he will fit in the. Bills he offense. will flourish in this Bills offense. Bills I guarantee offense. you, he will. Yeah, I I I definitely agree. Diggs definitely on one agree. side, Hopkins on the other. How do you defend though? Kincaid, Kincaid in the slot, James Cook in the backfield. Fuck, throw throw Latavius Murray. Throw also. Latavius James in the Cook backfield. Latavius Murray, because I'm gonna give Latavius Murray some love here. Um, oh, he's been nothing but he's been nothing but nice for us. God, like throw throw Deontay Hardy on the other side right here. He's making some plays. Don't throw Trent Sherfield though, because he seems to he's not, not show up. I, I was excited about that move, and the Bills aren't doing nothing with him. I don't know. He played his old team. Yeah, and that was expected. Yeah. Every player shines against their old team. I was excited. That was one of my favorite fringe signings this year was Trent Sherfield. Really. Because what he did in that he, Dolphins he, he offense last it, yeah. week, last year, and all the Dolphins players on offense were like, they were butthurt that he left the Dolphins. And they were butthurt that he chose Buffalo. Yeah. So I was very excited for Trent Sherfield. And the Bills, they're just not doing anything with them. Let's make some calls, man. Let's make some calls. Make, make, this is the week to do it. Make, a call, make, be, make some calls. And I hope Brandon Bean's putting overtime. I hope he's And use them properly. Um, speaking of making calls, Travis, there was something that I said – what was did, what did I say to you about Dre Greenlaw? A couple days ago, I said I didn't see yeah. it, and then last night I, saw, I don't know I how true it was. There was a forty, couple forty nine ers pages that leaked it out that um, the Bills tried to make an offer for Dre uh, Dre Greenlaw, and of course the 49ers um, would say no. <laughs> I'm not sure. Of course how, they no, would. I'm not sure how true that was, but 
if that's true, okay, that gets me a little bit excited to go after a guy like Drake. And Greenlaw. that's one of those examples. What's but the worst thing that you can get told? No. no. Like, all right. Oh, Drake Greenlaw's not available. All right, that's fine. It's understandable. You guys call. got the best. You guys got the one of the best defenses in the league, and you, you guys got arguably the best. Got to call and do my due diligence. Linebacker dual league. league. Yeah. But this is the last week of it. I mean, it's just. It's, it's just frustrating. It's like we're beating a dead horse at this point, but it, it is just frustrating. I mean, we got to make a move. Got to make a move. This is the week to do it. Like like we said, this is the week to do it, man. That's kind of crazy. I did not think we spent like what almost forty five minutes just kind of. Forty five on the dot. Yeah. Forty five minutes just kind of breaking down. Uh, well, it had to be said. The 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 game, and uh, like I said, there was a lot of frustrations going into this, and that's why I honestly love doing the podcast because um, it's an open space. You get to vent out, really get out how you feel, and here we are just sitting, and and I'm feeling a little bit better, and uh, hopefully I'm feeling a little bit better going into our pickums phase here. Uh, hopefully I do better this week. All right, it was a bad week for the Bills Holic Pod. It was a bad week for the Bills, bad week for Bills Holic Pod. Yeah, uh I think I'm pretty sure I went four and nine and he went five and eight. Whatever. Still six games behind. Well, now I'm six games behind. I went five games. Well, I was five games was behind five, last week, no, six games behind six. this week. Um, yeah, so uh, let's jump right into this thing. I mean, Buccaneers at Bills. We never thought we'd have to scratch our head at this game. And, well, oh, find God. ourselves in kind of a little bit of a, a little bit of a pickle here at four and three. What are they? Are they four and two? Three and three? I was say, I thought they had a bye week already. Yeah, they did. Um, all right, so Buccaneers at Bills. We're a Bills podcast, so we're almost inclined to take the Bills, right? I mean, week one, I didn't take them. Is this a week where? I'd love to go to Highmark Stadium and the Bills win so I can go home happy. So you can put it on the universe? Yeah. Um, but then again, those Bucks, that Bucks offense isn't looking too bad. Yeah. Making me feel, man. Same draft class as Josh. He might have something to say. That's a good point. It's it is He was the first overall pick that draft. It is a little bit uh a little bit interesting here. <sighs> yes, we really are taking this long of a time on him. And we bill. shouldn't have to, <laughs> but but understandably, I mean people the people know. They know why we have to. Who's the offensive coordinators? Jeez. Oh, oh, <laughs> um I already know ours and I don't like well, it. It's funny because I, I said that about uh last night's Monday night matchup and completely forgetting that Kirk Cousins was on uh Washington when Kyle Shanahan was there, so he probably knew the ins and outs of everything there. So, gotta think about that as well. Yeah. So that's uh, being said, our offense corner is Ken Dorsey, and uh, so that means we're shit out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I like it. I like it. I uh, just. I'm going Bills. I'm. I'm gonna go Bills. I'm, I just don't. I. I really can't see. I don't want to see the Bills lose. I can't see the Bills lose. Two weeks in a row. I just can't see it. I don't think you – so my honest opinion about this game is I think the Bills do get out. I don't think the offense is uh, – overnight is going to be fixed. I mean, it's been what – I mean, at that point it'll be three and a half, four, almost four days since the Bills have uh, last played. I don't think the offense is going to be completely fixed in four days. So don't don't expect the Bills offense to come out there and have a great game. Uh, but I think they get enough done. I think they do enough to win the game. And they win by like a possession or something, maybe a touchdown or a field goal. Won't be anything huge. It's not going to be this big blowout. The Buccaneers are playing a little bit better, but I think the Buccaneers give the Bills a hard time. 
Bill's offense doesn't click back yet, but they do enough just to win the game. That's my honest opinion. I would love to say Bill's by a billion, but Bill's by a field goal. All right, so we're going to agree. that That's pretty damn – that's a pretty damn close – bam. Bill's by a field goal. He also got a comment from uh, Maranto saying, uh, let Josh be Josh. Dorsey, get him out of here. I wish Maranto was here. Where – Miranda, I wish he was here, man. This is this would be perfect. I can't agree with him anymore. I can't even agree with him anymore. I love the I love the scheme. I love it. Uh, hold on, before I will say again, John coming in clutch. He's writing your paragraphs he over like, there. He loves it. Um, I'll try to make y'all feel a little tiny bit better, but the Bucks caused three red zone turnovers and they lost the game. So. Are the Bills Knock on wood. The Bills don't really turn the ball over in the red zone very often. No. So, hopefully, hopefully the Bills just get it done in the red zone and they don't turn over the ball. But John has a good point. The Buccaneers didn't capitalize on those three turnovers, and they still still didn't win. So, um, that brings us into the Battle of the Meadowlands. The Battle of the New Jersey. We got the Jets and the Giants. I'll be honest with you, man. Tyrod Taylor. He's looking nice. Tyrod Taylor did get it done. It wasn't – I don't know if you caught any of that game. Um, 14-7 wasn't exactly the highest scoring game, but as Tyrod Taylor – I did pick the Giants, though, yeah, last week. I, I did. The commanders. As, as we all know, Tyrod Taylor – oh, my God. Tyrod Taylor doesn't do enough to win football games, but he does enough to keep your team in football games. He happened to do just enough to get it done this past week. Um are you rolling with them again? Not rolling with the Giants this week. <laughs> That's a good defense. That's a really good defense they're playing. It is a really very good defense. And I just I have the battle of the New Jersey's going to the Jets this week. So I I am gonna agree only because It was just, a it was a tough game to go back and forth with. I just don't see the Jets really giving this one up. Like mm-hmm. No matter who their quarterback is, their their defense just I think gives Tyrod too hard of a time. Is it in? Is it in? Uh, <coughs> is it in MetLife? <laughs> is it in MetLife? Ah, I might have to look into that one. Man. Who's the offensive coordinators? Uh, no, <laughs> might have to look into that one. Um, yeah, no. So, who? Shit. Is it a former Bill? Chad Hall's the wide receiver coach, right? Yeah, Chad Hall's. Oh well, yeah, because. Oh, Chad Hall is the Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver coach. Good looking out. I just can't <laughs> believe he went from wide receiver coach to wide receiver coach. That might be a red flag. Hey, guys, re- he got his revenge. So there might be some red flags there. Um, so well, we'd love to know after the podcast. You know, it's kind of funny. We're actually getting into Chad Hall's Jaguars right here at Steelers. That's the game we got right here. Jaguars at Steelers. I'm going – I'm jagging oh, off Oh, I'm here. jagging off. I'm jagging off here. Jags, Jags. Jagging off all weekends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just – I think the Steelers are way too inconsistent. It's been a roller coaster ride for them. Uh, I just don't see them beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, this game's in Heinz Field, but – I think this has potential to be the this week's sneaky good game. It'll be a sneaky good game. It'll be, and we can – we might even be able to sit and watch it. Who knows? That might be something that we get to watch. It seems like it's a primed for CBS 1 o'clock. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, give me the Jags. All right, all right. Eagles at Commanders. No way. No way. No way. No way the Commanders beat the Eagles, right? Unless your name's the Bills. And I think the yeah, Eagles. They gave them problems last time. They did. They did, but I think the Eagles find a way to get this one done. 
Give me the Eagles. The they look they look solid. I had that one already down. There was no way. There's Travis no way. There's there's no way I'm going to Commanders. So, no split so far. Rams at Cowboys. I'm gonna go Cowboys. The Rams are starting to pick it up. Cowboys heavy favorites too. Heavy heavy. Rams. I I I. Puka Nakua. Puka and, uh, and Cooper and. Yeah, they're looking nice, but they're gonna they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna shine against this Cowboys defense. I, I, I think th- I think this is the week they're both gonna get shut down. I would actually agree. Vikings at Packers. You got go pack go, or do you got the Vikings? I'm rolling with the Vikings. They're coming off the hot hand here with the 49 I'm not picking against the Vikings two weeks in a row. All right, all right, yeah. Jordan me. Addison. It's that is. I, I bet you Vikings fans can't wait till Jettis comes back. I know. Just with that, oh my god, it's gonna be a nasty duo. He had oh a game my last night. God. I had him. I have him in fantasy, so that was kind of nice. Um, that brings us Falcons at Titans. Artie Smith revenge game. Expect a lot, a lot of runs and looks to John U. Smith. I might just start him this year, this week. I I took him out of my lineup today. I'm gonna have to put him right back in. Um, I did see earlier today that the Titans, if Ryan Tannehill is a no go, Malik. Willis and Will Levis are splitting reps. Give me the Falcons. I made this list at 2.22 p.m. Give me the Falcons. No splits so far, but sometimes that's all right. That's all right. Patriots at Dolphins. We want the Dolphins to lose. It's not happening. But it's not happening. You think the Dolphins are going to lose after coming off a tough loss last week? I think Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins bounce back. I really do. Uh, it sounds like we're going Dolphins. Dolphins. I'm here, going huh? Dolphins. This is this is this is one of our faster pickums, but seems like there's a lot, there's a lot of there's a lot of through. Saints at Colts. <sighs> Give me the Colts. Give me the Colts. I picked hey, the Colts. offense is rolling. It I mean, is rolling. I'm be honest with you, I feel like I teeter and totter back and forth with the Colts. I do. And I took I, the Browns last week. I took the Colts last week. I was almost I was almost wrong. You picked the Colts this week. I'm going the Saints. Oh! Hey, you want to hear a cool stat? Aw, oh, damn it. Gardner Minshew. Is he that number one? One of only two quarterbacks this season to throw for 300 yards, have two passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. Guess the other quarterback. Who's the man? Oh, so 300 yards, two passing touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns? Yep. This season? Mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. All right. I thought was since he got off. Was that I this thought, past week, that yes, game sir, that he just yeah. had? Yeah. I thought since he had that hot start. Yeah. And the final game. Close, close. The final game of the 1 p.m. slate. I'm going to get – by the way, I got to give your Colts some love, man. They they almost they almost had me uh, down an extra game. Like, I would have lost another game. Being I would have had two games one more. Last week. Thankful, thankfully, the Browns pulled that one out. Yeah, you can uh, thank the refs for that one. You definitely can. Um, that gives us the final 1 p.m. slate game, Texans at Panthers. And C.J. Stroud's just going to keep rolling, huh? C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young. 0-6 Panthers. And I don't think the Panthers are getting their first win here. Nope. So, give me the Texans. Give me C.J. Stroud and the Texans. All right, man. That's it. That's it for the 1 p.m. slate. Gives us our 4 p.m. slate. Browns at Seahawks. Deshaun Watson, what's his injury? Do you know? Um, Did he come I, back in the game? So, so the 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 thing that happened to Sean with Deshaun Watson was I he know he was, he was ruled out f- for concussion protocol, but then 
he cleared concussion protocol. The, the uh, I believe the Browns still held him out and uh, had P.J. Walker start over him. Mm-hmm. So they they scare me with their quarterback situation because their defense is phenomenal. But they scare me with their quarterback oh, situation. Yeah. Um, you never know if Desha- uh, Deshaun Watson's playing, if P.J. Walker's playing. You never know if DTR is going to come in. Um, I, I just – I find it hard – to pick the Browns here because Seattle is, I feel, a little bit more well-rounded as far as how they play as a team, and that's in Seattle, and we know how those 12s get down. I, I, I am going to go Seahawks here. I, 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 I think that's a safe I went I think Seahawks. Safe bet. Is DK Metcalf out this week again? Not 100% sure. Because that's uh, the only thing that's going to be – but, but they didn't have a problem last week, so, I mean – no, and also, yeah, I'm not sure if you guys mentioned it, but Watson is questionable as well. Yeah. Yeah, and that, no, that was just like part of my problem is, is their I go, inconsistency I go, at quarterback. I go Seahawks then. Yeah, they're incons- just because of that reason. That's like what you're their saying. inconsistency at quarterback does really scare me away. Um, that brings us into our next game. This has a lot of potential to be a solid, a solid game. Bengals at 49ers. Travis, I'm going to say it. I think we might have a split here. I'm going Cincinnati. I think I think the 49ers lose three straight games. Three straight games. I think the 49ers lose this week. I think Joe Burrow does we'll enough to the get board. the job done. Um, you can erase our bolt up thing. That wasn't a very good uh, prediction by Ben and I. They bolted down. That's for sure. I think it's a safe. No, I'm not gonna say a safe bet, but I like it. I just don't see the point. I don't see it. I don't. I'm gonna trust my gut here and go 49ers. I love this is a game that we can split though, because this can be a stinky good game. They're coming. The Bengals are coming off their bye week too, so they're well rested. They're well rested. Before that bye week, we did see them start to kind of get things going. And uh, the 49ers are they in a little bit of a Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills slump? Who knows? We'll figure it out. Um, and then that brings up Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs at Bronc. Um, I'm I never bet against the Chiefs here. Uh, I'm gonna have to go, especially against the Broncos. I'm gonna have to go. Uh, I'll pick the Broncos Chiefs. in two weeks. Hey, we had a coach, uh, almost Andy Reid on yesterday. He said Pacheco, 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 Pacheco. And he says it's gonna be a bunch of orange. It's Halloween. It's gonna be a scary sight. We have him on. Uh, I love Pacheco, bro. He just runs so American. damn hard, man. He runs like the ground. Like I said, he runs like the ground slapped his mother or something. Hopefully for our merged fantasy um, league, he shows up. Oh, and for that Bengals 49ers game, John Peretti again coming in clutch. Debo's ruled out already, so. Yeah, it's the second straight week. So just so everybody's aware, the the pick was already made for Travis. He's still going I'm Niners. Sticking, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going sticking Bengals. with it. I'm sticking with um, it. Ravens at Cardinals. Ravens really got it done last week. Those Detroit Lions that everybody says are super scary and super tough in that sip, tough in that I sip the North. Lions again. Can't sip that Kool-Aid, huh? Give me the Ravens. Yeah, give me. I'm sipping that Ravens Kool-Aid, man. There should be no expectation. Expectation. Uh, whatever. I'm you get it. There should be no that argument. Ra- that Ravens Kool-Aid. I'm sipping on it because that team's legit. Um, Bears at Chargers Sunday night football. Lamar Jackson proving me wrong. He, I, I said he's one of them. him and Justin Fields are some of my least favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. Lamar Jackson got it done against a good defense, and he got it done. He got it done. Yeah, sixteen to one against an NFC team. You know. Yeah, that's that's a stat, man. That's a crazy stat. 
Uh, Bears at Chargers. Sunday night football, the last game on Sunday. Gross. The Bears let's are going to lose. Oh, <laughs> Give me the Chargers. I was about to say, let's split it up. Let's go Chargers. Uh, hopefully, because uh, I, wa- I really want to see this young wide receiver shine, Quinn Johnston. He has a lot of potential. Hopefully, they, they got a little bit more involved last week. I hope they get him more involved this week. Let's go Chargers. And that brings us to the final game of this week's weekly pickums: Raiders at Lions. No way the Lions lose two weeks in a row, right? No way they lose at home in front of those Still fans. Still that Lions. They just got their asses whooped by the Ravens. You think Dan Campbell and those Lions want to lose again, especially in front of those home fans on primetime TV? God, no. Lions, Lions. I think that's an easy one. Lions, Lions. Well, not Still a lot of, sipping. Not a lot of. Not a lot of. Uh, two. I would say there's only two splits. Niners and. and uh, not, Bengals. Not a lot. Not a lot of room for me to make up ground. Saints but you know we Colts. can slowly make up ground. That's fine. We can slowly make it up. Um, I like it. I like it this week, man. Uh, just a little record update. Just because I know it's tough to see on the board. Travis going into this week eight. Week eight or week seven? Week eight, right? Week eight. Week eight. 61 and 34. That's pretty damn good. And I'm 55 and 40. And our guests are 10, 5, and 1 because of Jack. Jack did have that crazy Browns pick. Uh, so, yeah. I'd say, Travis, I got some catching up to do. I got to start catching up pretty soon here. This season's dwindling down faster than, than one would hope. Uh, but, yeah. Bengals over the 49ers is the big, big. Uh, you heard it here first from Chris. Bengals over the 49ers. I don't think that that's too far-fetched either. That's I think, not. I think that that's something that's it's realistic. I do think that that's something that's realistic. Um, Travis, kind of hoping, and I will I will get right into this segment because it is one of my favorite. Travis, you're four for four on who's the man, so am I. At what point do we see somebody lose this segment? Uh, like, at what point is somebody going to finally not be perfect? Uh-huh. I think hopefully we're about to find out. Check it out. Who's the man? Who's the man? You got me going first? Yeah, you go first. All right. All right, we'll jump right into it. This player went to school for LSU. 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 I'm not good with these colleges. Every time. Every time. LSU. What's that? Oh, I thought you were about to say something else. I just, I just like chiming in, and like, oh, I think I, like I know, it. I think I, like I know, it. just so you get the, 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 I like the, the juices get flowing. I like LSU, it. LSU, LSU, college. Like, you want me to go number two? College, LSU. I'm, I know it's because it's a college that everyone comes out of in the first round. Is this a first round pick? I don't know. All right. I'm telling you that that was my cue of telling you to go on the second pick. Okay, second well, second half. undrafted out of the 2016 draft. Well, that doesn't help me. <laughs> undrafted out of 2017. Wait, what did you say? 2016. 2016. Oh, 2016 LSU. It's LSU 2016. It's not. It's not Robert Foster. Cause he went to Alabama, right? Yep, Alabama prospect. LSU. Somebody only want number three. Not that it's gonna. I don't think it'll give it away. But I, I'm, I'm usually a four to five. Yeah. 
pick guy. So do you want me to do, you want me to do number yeah, three? Yeah, go player? three. This player is only played for the Bills. Of course he has because he's undrafted. 2016 undrafted. Only played for the Bills. LSU. Does that mean he's still active? Yep. Who knows? Still active. Who knows? Does he does he play for the Bills right now or is he a free agent? You got to be able to read the uh, body language, Dred. I wasn't looking over there. <laughs> I was looking at the camera. The good news is, is you'll find out in a couple minutes if he's active or not. I'm thinking the way he said uh, he may or may not be on the Bills. He he might not be playing for them right now. He just might be a free agent. Because I've been watching a lot of... Uh, he's smiling. I've been watching a lot of, what's his name, Oz or O's, whatever, that uh, mind Doc. reader dude. I've been trying to pick up on his tactics. He smiles. I'm a big smiler. <laughs> Let me know when you want number four. Give me four. Has a brother in the NFL that plays the same position. <sighs> Why am I drawing a blank right now? I'm trying to look for the brothers. Obviously, you're thinking Diggs, but that's definitely that's no. not it. <laughs> well, at first, for some reason, I was thinking Edmonds because he has two other brothers. But you just let me know when you want. He's only five. other Edmund, He's only Edmund on the Bills, and he wasn't drafted in twenty. And he wasn't. No, no, not at all. Huh? I feel like we're overthinking. This I feel like I'm overthinking this a lot. Yeah, Chris, he's smiling. Yeah, we're overthinking. It. We are overthinking. Do you it. just you just give me the? <laughs> let me know when you want number five. It's, oh, yeah, it's, this yeah, is, yeah, I know. I this know. is kind of a hint that, that almost, if you don't get it here, I don't know if this is going to help because no. you know the year. But I'm going to give it to you, number five. Travis, I know. Has played is. under two different head coach, Bills head coaches. And that's that's all that's all you get. That's Those are the five. I know who he is. I'm still drawing. I'm play. watching his mouth uh, over there. Yeah. You can keep your eye on that camera right there, bro. Okay. Um. What's what, what's I'm the over remember 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 I, we we said that we were going to implement a rule of how yeah. how long he has Where's your clock? Clock. Guess. clock I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give him I'm going to give him 30 seconds, all right? Um When do we start? I'm, I'm yeah, I got it blank. started right right here. It's going. We're at a second right now. John a blank. Fan oh, I can't believe you did that. Did somebody in the fan? No, I didn't say nothing. Oh. I thought oh, I thought I thought you said somebody commented. I'm so lost. Just Travis, you overthink. I am overthinking it. Just give it to me. Go ahead. You lose this week. I do lose this week. Reed Ferguson. Yep. Oh, Reed Ferguson. That's a when, good when one. You, when you dropped the brother one, the brother. His brother him. plays down in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Blake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get it on camera. Oh, was no, it? we didn't get that on camera. You got a concussion, bro? God damn. I'm in concussion protocol. Holy shit. Oh, no way we didn't get that one on camera. Damn, I was getting Travis's reaction from losing that one. Yeah, Blake. That's a that's a good one. Reed. You know, I, was worried, I am overthinking I it. was worried to go with an active Bills player. I and I almost said fan favorite. I would have gave that away. Fuck. All right, you ready for yours? Damn. That would have actually been so fun if we got that again, because it really didn't hurt as bad as it sounded. It sounded bad. All right, Clemson. Clemson. Mike Williams. No. Damn. Wouldn't that be some shit? I would drop my phone. <laughs> well, Clemson makes me think of one guy right off the bat, but I know you don't have the balls to go with him. All right, number two. Oh, my God, C.J. Spiller. Oh, my God. You No. Oh. All right. 
Who did I, who do I not have the balls to go? Well, you definitely wouldn't go Sammy Watkins. Oh, I definitely would not go Sammy Watkins. I think you already did. Somebody, one of you, did. one of us did. Somebody Sammy Watkins. Did. I think it was when we had uh, Jack and Ben on the oh, podcast. Someone said he had a. Oh, it was from the card. Yeah. I think. I think it was yeah. from the card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, number two. Career history: four teams: Buffalo, Carolina, Pittsburgh, San Fran, Bills twice. Second time was either just the off season or practice squad. Drafted so so first team was about, he played for the Bills that that was in order. Yeah. Can you say the teams again? Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, Buffalo, Carolina, Pittsburgh, San Fran, Bills twice. Second time, he wasn't actually on the team. So he was either practice squad or he was just there for the off season. I got an idea. I like, I have a guy in my head, but. All right, number three. Only has two touchdowns. One rushing, one receiving. In his NFL career? Yes. Oh, man, you want me. He wants to make me four for five. Fuck, I gave him an alley-oop, an easy one, and he. Your next two are going to be easy. So this, you're, you're, I actually don't have it, though, off this three. Four. Round six, 2018. All right, now that helps. Now that definitely helps. Yeah, it definitely does. Ray Ray McLeod. Yes. Yep, I, uh, yep. that's what I was thinking. I went, I went hard and then soft. I should have kept going hard. <laughs> should have kept going hard. Always go hard. I will always go hard. <coughs> Noted. Five for five. He really only has a little, because I thought you lost me with the touchdowns. He did lose me with the touchdowns. I even looked it up on a couple of sources, and it said. Yeah, because the, the whole way I was going Ray Ray, but then you dropped that. But I'm the touchdowns <coughs> I'm thinking of maybe punt returns. Probably. So, shout you, out caught, Ray you caught Josh Allen's first preseason touchdown, man. He's playing decent ball right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Caught a couple of passes last night. Man. I didn't. I honestly thought when I picked Reed Ferguson, I was like, "Oh, I was like, here we go." It was a good one. I wasn't thinking a long snapper. I'm over here picking wide receivers and six and one in the Emerge Fantasy League, man. Bring it over here. This might be like I said when we did the fantasy draft. Not that uh, a lot of our viewers got to really watch it because we really weren't taken off. We weren't really established at that point. But I made a comment when we were doing the draft, and I said. We got to bring one home for Bills Mafia. I mean, someone if, has to do if, it. If they'll say if Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, and Josh Allen aren't going to get it done, well, Chris Griner and Travis Keene are going to do it here, and uh, we're we're going to do what we can, man. I, 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 you know what, Travis? Five game winning streak. And I think in like the five last five podcasts, I've done this. It's only right, and I've put it in. I've put it on the podcast. So I'm gonna do it again because we want to win again. So we want to be seven and one after this. We're getting it done, man. We're hey, getting it done. you guys, this is a tight race. It, it's a tight race at the bottom. Hey, <laughs> hey man. Hey. Usually, in years past, from what I've seen in fantasy football, sometimes the top dog isn't the one that gets it done. Sometimes it's your dogs at the bottom. We fucked up this week. Yeah? Yeah, because we had DK, but 
none of us seen the. I mean, fucking, there's four of us for crying out loud. You think someone would have seen the news and swapped them out? But none of us did. Well, we thought we were. Well, thank God we won. But we thought we were smart, and we we went after Miko Hardman right away. Uh, One point. Hey, but he came in and he was effective, though. Yeah, he was. Hey, man, he had a nice he had a nice little punt return. We put JSN back on the bench, um, and then this was his best game yet with 16 uh, points. Oh no! Another fuck up we had. We uh, put Zach Evans in the starting lineup because you know we thought he'd get touches with the Rams, but. Turned out we got the wrong Rams running back. They, uh, Daryl Henderson, I think he had like 13 points. We had Josh Downs. I keep forgetting he's still on the Rams. We fucked up. Shout out you guys, though. Hey, man, we're trying. We're trying over here. Um, Two general managers. Yeah. Trying to get it done. You know, we take it one week at a time. And there's there's some good team morale building here, man. We're really getting it done. Takes a no experience. Trying a short week for the Bills. Short week for the Bills. Just Bills. in two days. Um, and it's Bucks coming to Buffalo. It seems like it's. I have no words. I, I just. I hope the Bills can get off to a better start. It's. Is that it, your key to the game? That that might be my. Let's key get off to, to a game. hot start. Um, get off to a hot start and don't wait until the second half to start scoring points. Help your defense out a little bit and score some points, man. I mean, this is brutal. I got no other keys to the game. I got no other keys to the game other than Josh Allen and the Bills come out a little bit. Come out. And score some damn points. In the, how about on the first drive? I can't even remember the last time we did that. I'm sure it's not been that long. Dolphins. But uh, just go out and get it done on the first drive. And uh, start off hot for that defense, man. Is that going to be your key to the game too? My key to the game is just all of you Buffalo Bills have a healthy breakfast. Get a good workout in before the game. It's a long day before 8 o'clock. Stay open-minded. And just go out there and play football like you've been doing your whole life. And it'll come to you. Okay. All right. Just All right. don't upset us, Bills fans. We have to go home. Yeah, we have we to. We have to drive. I would say we have to drive out of that parking <laughs> lot, man. I don't look forward to it. It's my least favorite part. But I've been lucky the last couple of weeks, man. I've been really lucky about just sneaking out and getting out really fast. So Yeah, hopefully, the ECC lot's no joke. Hopefully I get out. Hopefully the Bills offense gets going as fast as I get out of the parking lot the last couple of weeks, and that's been fast. Because right now they're playing like how we used to pull out a lot four and get stuck in traffic for three hours. So not hopefully, a fun time. Uh, yeah, not a fun time. Not a fun time at all. Um, but you know what was a fun time, Travis? This episode of the Bills-A-Holic pod. It's always a fun time on the Bills-A-Holic pod, man. Um, I'm looking forward to this game. I am going to say this. I'm going to give John P. one more shout-out because he's been into the whole time. He just texted me one more time. He says his key to the game, 11 personnel. They need to be in it at least 75% of the time of the game. Um, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna agree to that. I would like to see some 11 personnel. Where we already alluded to it with Don Kincaid in the slot. I'm also going to give John some love. John will be at the game this Sunday with McKenna and Casey. So that will be a good time. Really looking forward to that. Looking forward to meeting up with them. Um, and, Thursday, yeah. Thursday. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Thursday. I didn't second. catch that. Hey, guys. It's that concussion that I just took yeah, a couple yeah. minutes ago. Oh, um, you got a little bump too, dog. Oh, dude, I'm sure I do. It really, it really, oh, act, it really shit. didn't even hurt on that the other bad. Side. Though. I'm here, yep, right there. You don't feel it? I probably feel you it. You're not yourself when you're hungry, brother. I'm, I'll probably feel it tomorrow. Um, babe, this is a fun episode on the Bills of Hog Pod. It always is. I'm you, smacking. My, you, I'm you so mad. Me. I'm smacking my head off the table. But as always, go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>